Show your Smod love by checking out your favorite Smodcasters on the road. The one-stop shop for tickets for all our live shows is csmod.com. Babylon at the Hollywood Improv on December 4th. Jason Muses at Steel City Con in Monroeville, PA, December 4th through 6th. Mike and Ming are at Walker Stalker Con in Secaucus, New Jersey, December 4th through 6th. Kevin and Matt bring you Talk Salad on December 5th at the Ice House in Pasadena. Mike and Ming represent the comic book men at Jekyll Comic Con in Jekyll Island, Georgia on Saturday, December 12th. An evening with Kevin Smith comes to Comedy Works in Denver for five sold-out shows December 14th through 16th. Kev hits Boulder Theater on December 17th and Durango the next night at the Community Concert Hall at Fort Lewis College. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old and Solo Kev sold out in Denver at the Fine Arts Center on December 16th. Hollywood Babylon at the Hollywood Improv on Saturday, December 19th. Kev heads back to Colorado with a night at the Wheeler Opera House, December 20th in Aspen. Brea Improv hosts Talk Salad on the 30th for all your Frasier commentary needs. And later that night, Jay and Bob get old. Ring in 2016 with Jay and Silent Bob's New Year's Eve Prima Nocta at the Hollywood Improv. Snag your tickets now for your favorite live SMOD events. Bookmark csmod.com. When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork body and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no certain way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smod Coast Nooner Show. So excited. I heard the Nooner theme song for the first time ever. Oh, I'm sorry, What did you think of it? It's a classic. Yeah. It has old time in us. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to Nooner. We are a comedy podcast show sometimes. Uh, we are here every Tuesday for two hours live on the Smodco Internet Radio Network or Potted. So, however you take us. Here we are. So join in on the conversation at uh, noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Email us at noonerpodcast. Wait, Nooner Dan Marty is where you want to twit Twitter at us. Oh, Do boy, I, Marty. How, how am I doing? Right how am I doing? Marty. You look like showered you. And, and fresh faced. But my but, brain whoa. is still filthy. It's in the muck. Hey, it's uh, me. I'm Marty, a host. A host. I am also a host. My name's Phil. I'm just a guest. My name is Tisa. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm a host. I'm Cassandra. Oh, look at her. Step, hey, Cassandra. Into her yeah. You're looking autumnal today. What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, autumn. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Fall. Yeah. Fallish. Mm-hmm. Fallish. Uh, John Puricello has a disgusting ear infection, so we won't let him go. I'm so yeah. glad that he didn't come. Wait, these like, aren't his earphones, are they? Uh, they are. They are gross. He's drooling from his ears. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> Have you ever had swimmer's ear and ear infection? That's just bad. No. That's really bad. I don't think since I was a baby that I have it. I think I, I remember being in Vegas when I was a little kid having swimmer's ear and just like. From swimming? Uh huh. Mm. And just like crying in my room. But my mom was a nurse, so she wouldn't take me to the doctor. She's like, oh, let me just fix this really fast. That's what happens when you have parents in the healthcare industry. Like, yeah. I never went to the doctor unless like, yeah, she unless was, you were dying. Yeah, unless I was dying. A friend of mine has tennis elbow, but he doesn't play tennis. That's why I was wondering if you got swimmers here from swimming. Yeah, no. I know I don't look like a swimmer, but I swam when I was younger. <laughs> um, would I be mistaken in surmising that you got your hair colored since I saw you last? It got colored, yes. That's nice. Yes, oh. thank you so much, you that's guys. That's very pretty. See, that's why I was saying no, you looked nice. autumnal. 
that, that's what I meant. Well, I think Bill said it better. Yep. But, um, sure they have British shiny highlights, too. Yeah, it's a little bit lighter. I got nervous when I first got it done, but um, so far the response has been positive. I like it. Glistening. There's copper highlights. Two thumbs Thank up. You. Thank no you. Thank you. Two Mike Utley's. So over 30... It's actually very offensive. There was a football player who was... Uh, very badly injured and when he was being carted off the field he just gave two thumbs up was like it's going to be okay and I think he ended up being paralyzed for life but. oh my god hilarious a substitution for two thumbs up is too much. it is obvious. hilarious oh. this is a comedy podcast well, he, at least he didn't die um, oh John misses us he's yeah. listening oh he's listening fuck that guy uh, over 30 How? State- with one ear? With- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Fuck him in the clean ear. Um, over 30 state governors have said that they won't allow Syrian refugees to come to their borders. And they don't have the power to say that. Right, because they don't have control over the borders. Like It's the federal government who decides who comes over into this country. And once they're in this country, you can go whatever state you want to. It's saber-rattling is what it is. It's... It's really disturbing. And, you know, because on the base of the Statue of Liberty, what does it say? It says, give us your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. And those, I believe, are the... A gift from Paris. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) France. You guys, coincidence? No. Uh, We're all being punished for generosity. These are the ideals that that (laughs) built this country. And... Oh, do you guys even know? I mean, I'm not challenging you guys, but do you know why that there, we're having Syrian refugees? Like what, what the issue is in Syria? ISIS? Well, there's a big ISIL? civil war, right? And yeah. uh, their homes is all bombed out. There's civilians caught in the middle of it. Yeah, the, there was. They don't so, have good reality TV. So since 2011, <laughs> there was that was when the Arab Spring happened. And I don't know what I do without you, because then... yeah. <laughs> that's what <laughs> so I'm here. You, you would bring your little laugh, but the little right. laugh box. <laughs> I started. I brought. I started imagining Real Housewives of Syria. Oh, <laughs> of, of homes. She um, came in with the same burqa as me. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even me. It was, yeah. it was her. <laughs> I know she's not a virgin. She's going to get killed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know so, a lot about Syria. Yeah, there, there we go. We're totally exposing But you can imagine. Thanks. I mean, you yeah. can imagine. I think I've Okay, so in the Middle East, you know, in 2011, there was an Arab Spring and where there was this, this outcry for democracy. And Syria, where one of the uh, countries uh, that had these protests, it, it's run by Bashar al-Assad. And he, uh, being a ruthless dictator, didn't give a shit about democracy. And so in response oh, just to... Just like our leaders. Um, well, it's a little different. But anyhow, it, caused, it sparked a civil war and over 7 million citizens in Syria w- were displaced, uh, basically left homeless. And that's like uh, a third of the population. Wow. So some of, them, some of these displaced people are fighting against Assad. And then there are just innocent... Um, innocent people who are just be stuck, stuck, and they're refugees. They don't want to be killed. They don't want to stay in this place where they're they're targets. So they are heading to uh, to um, to Foreign Europe, lands. yeah, through Turkey. And um, so it brings us back to like these are huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Right. So why shouldn't we take them in? Because they're not white. We should. Duh. Well, but see, the we have been doing this uh, for years you know we we took over resentfully though well yeah it's true and every time we've taken in refugees there's been an outcry we took uh, over 130,000 jewish refugees after world war ii we've taken in over 80,000 somali refugees many of them muslim 
um, after the unrest and famines there. After the Vietnam War, we initially took in over 125,000 refugees and ultimately like a couple million Vietnamese have immigrated. How many Irish uh, in wake of the famine? Um, I don't know, but uh, I don't know if they actually had refugee status. And that's something that's very specific. Good point. Um, and so there's this huge outcry over the president saying we will take 10,000 Syrian refugees over the next two years because of this saber rattling and racism, Islamophobia. Uh, and cowardice. And cowardice. But you know that since um, 9-11, we've taken in 750,000 refugees from the Middle East, which is, I mean, I don't know if you guys know that. I mean, these are people I haven't of, met any of, of refugee status. <laughs> and how many of them committed terrorist acts or committed acts of terrorism? Uh, it only takes one, Marty. Zero. But uh, three, three actually had plans to, that they caught and arrested. Oh, three out of 750,000? Yeah. I really don't care for those odds. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, what defines America? Are we just a place where we protect our own or, um, you know, a country built on immigrants? I think right. that perhaps our image is, you know changing because that was we were built on immigration but we seem to hate them so much now well now but like bill said like we always have like when yeah when, there, it, after world war ii they didn't we have a history of, of of immigration but it's always it's always been pulling teeth yeah, yeah. so it, it, it's this constant balance of do we want to live in fear or do we want to live in freedom and there's you know there's a balance there and so we have to that's i think what the discussion is and i just don't <laughs> think that that uh, living in fear is a good way to be. I don't, I don't think it is a stark either or. You can never eradicate fear. There will always be something to be afraid of. It's, if it's you, acting anyway, acting in the face yeah, of fear that is, the, that is true bravery no, and the true sign of a country's character. There's no safety in life. There's not. You you can get everything set up and then you get hit by a bus or you get everything set up and you get a cancer or you get everything set up and your neighbor is mad because he's a crackhead and you're not and he come and kill. You know, there's no safety. Um, or does you get Lyme disease or something, you know? I had Lyme disease in college. That's not fun, huh? No, it was not yeah, fun. I'm see? sure that's still probably why I'm tired all the time. The, we have to... You're old. You, That's we have also to find, find our peace within us and just within loving being alive for however long we get to be alive. There's no guarantee, but we have to still live and be compassionate and uh, be creative and be loving. I know Just that sounds very hippy-dippy, but that, that's what it comes down to. It, our only sanctuary is within our own hearts. and That it was even more hippy-dippy than what you said before, yeah, but totally okay. true. But it, remind, <laughs> it reminds me, the, the, the types of, of um, political and social figures that, that we, we tend to rail against on, on this show, it always reminds me of that uh, Donald Duck Looney Tunes where he finds the treasure mm -hmm. and then he gets mine, shrunk mine, really mine, small. Mine, and mine, 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 mine. Yeah, just uh, that. It, that I, I'm always thinking of that character. It's like, okay, that that. Congratulations. Is, I don't see what fucking good that does you or anybody else. But right, okay. Daffy Duck definitely embodies a certain part of Americanism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this selfish and just mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I mean, but it, also the result. You know, the end result being that he looks. 
tiny, tiny powerless, and petty, and, petty yeah. and, and foolish. But the GOP candidates and most of Congress, a lot of Democrats, are, want us all to believe that any Syrian is a bad Syrian and that the administration uh, is powerless to stop it and that there's no way to screen these refugees. There's no method in place. Do you feel like maybe a lot of that, though, is politics right now? Because, but, I mean... But I don't want somebody... I don't want any... That it doesn't embody my ideals. Well, of course you know? not. But that's, I mean, that's what's wrong with politics right now. Is that like so. it goes with it goes with you know the election, and if if there's enough people in a representative's district who seem outwardly scared of terrorism because of what just happened, you know, they're going to try to stand against it, and you know, yeah. But like, even if that's not because when you're saying like you know that there's even a bunch of Democrats who are doing it, you know, even though. Mm-hmm. It's that's just because they don't want to like they're they don't want to get on the wrong side of something but, that might happen. But they though. need like what they're doing is they're echoing their constituents who are saying, you know, stop the stop the Syrians, no Syrians on our district or whatever. And when they should be leading and saying, look, at you know, there are safeguards in place and there are there is a screening procedure. And here, let me just play this. This is from um, uh, John Oliver's show and where he talks about what you know that there is actually a screening process if you're a refugee first you apply through the united nations high commissioner for refugees which collects documents and performs interviews incidentally less than one percent of refugees worldwide end up being recommended for resettlement but if you're one of them you may then be referred to the state department to begin the vetting process at this point more information is collected uh, you'll be put through security screenings by the uh, national Counterterrorism center uh, the fbi and the department of homeland security and if you're a syrian refugee you'll get an additional layer of screening called the syria enhanced review which may include a further check by a special part of homeland security the uscis fraud detection and national security directors and don't relax yet because we've barely even started. Then you finally get an interview with USCIS officers and you'll also be fingerprinted so your prints can be run through the biometric databases of the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Defense. And if you make it through all that, you'll then have health screenings which, let's face it, may not go too well for you because you may have given yourself a stroke getting through this process so far. But if everything comes back clear, you'll be enrolled in cultural orientation classes all while your information continues to be checked recurrently against terrorist databases to make sure that no new information comes in that wasn't caught before. All of that has to happen before you get near a plane. This process typically takes 18 to 24 months once you've been referred by the UN to the United States. This is the most rigorous vetting anyone has to face before entering this country. No- and he showed that he went into that after showing a series of clips of candidate of I, I, political figures talking heads. I wasn't yeah. sure because uh, I did, I did watch it this morning, but I didn't. I, didn't, uh, I wasn't tracking who was who was. Doing the talking, but they were saying there's no way to vet these people. We can't vet these people. Right. We yeah. can't let them in because we can't vet them. And it's like, and so on top of this, Congress then making up bullshit. Yeah, they passed a, a rule that the uh, the head of the FBI has to sign off personally, in, personally sign off on, on every, every single, single person. Syrian let in the country. It's just sad, and I feel like because we live in America, we don't face the same things that everyone has to face in different parts of the world. So we just have like no perspective and but can't even sympathize one bit. Like we, we're so fortunate that we don't have to face all this like insane civil war and like, and you know, like changes in, I don't, I don't, know, I don't, I don't even know what I'm talking about, but like, you know, we don't have, we don't have, we don't have to see any of this shit right. ever. 
And, and we were founded on people seeking religious freedom here, you know, Puritans coming here, being rejected other places. So that you would think that we would be open to. But that's what, that's the thing is that nobody's nobody's thinking that way. They're only thinking yeah. about their own immediate lives and not thinking about anyone else. And it just we have gotten complacent in our good fortune. We have such right. good fortune here, such lucky lives, many of us. And we've gotten really complacent and now all we are so afraid. We just want to protect our little domain instead of... I just want to sit in my apartment with a handgun and not ever leave the house because yeah. it's the only way I can be safe. Uh, I don't want to. I'm just making a... Dar- Darren said, I'd be more worried about the white guys with guns than Syrian refugees uh, if I was in the U.S. That's totally. absolutely true. And there was a shooting just uh, last night. Uh, there was a Black Lives Matter a protest and there is a group of white counter protesters and ew, Nazis. Ew, they opened ew, up ew, open fire and shot five of the protesters who were protesting what? peacefully. Nazis. Yeah. Where was this? Minnesota. Wasn't it outside oh a police goodness. station? Uh. I, I don't know. But I, as far as I know, they haven't caught them yet. Have they killed? Did they no, kill no, anybody? No, nobody was uh, oh, placed um, life threatening injuries, but still, you know. Those well, it's because they're really bad shots. Yeah. White people can't, can't shoot. Right. <laughs> they can't uh, see. Through white them. men can't shoot. Yeah, white men. That's what I meant to say. Uh, that's way to what way to prove the boy? point, right. dickheads. What did you say, boy? You want to say that to my friend Smith and Wilson, boy? <laughs> Smith, Wilson, grab your hoods. <laughs> Cut the eye holes bigger. You didn't kill him. Spot on Minnesota accent. Really oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys, no. <laughs> yeah. Don't shoot. That's all. Uh, so, did you? How how far into Jessica Jones? Did Three you, episodes. Yeah. What do you think? That's where I am. Yeah, it's good. It's I like good, it. isn't it? Yeah, I, I like every, it a lot. Uh, it, I flip flop on it. I think um, flip flop on it. It's uh, definitely sort of stuck what do you in a mood. Up? You go from yeah. liking it to liking it a lot. No, there's there's liking elements it of it that I'm it. that I'm not that I'm not in love with. Uh, I. I do like Chris Renner. I don't necessarily buy her as being tough and alcoholic. She's a little frail for me. Um, Is that I, the point? Uh, yeah. Not in the comics. She's just tough oh, in okay. the comics, and she's not tough. But I don't know. I, I would have liked a tougher woman. Uh, but I, I like Chris Renner. Um, obviously, I, I do love David Tennant. The, oh. the constant sort of veiled references to the fact that there are a shit ton of other superheroes is getting a little weary. Um, but they don't show up. I know, but everyone like y- 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 the the green guy and his other like just fucking say the name like whatever. I, it's I don't know. It's just I think it's just too. It's a little too clever for for my taste. That that whole uh, just thinly veiled references to the the rest of the universe that they've established. I agree with that a little. I well, I agree that if I wouldn't have just read that book that you gave me mm-hmm. i would be alias by brian michael bendis yeah that cleveland's one. own sure <sighs> uh but i would be super it's not my fault we birth greatness i'd be Fuck. super confused i think because i was i started watching it with my roommate and she was just like wait we so she have huh, she, she paris i was like yeah no this takes a, this takes place in the world where the avengers exist she's like we we <laughs> <laughs> I know, and confused. 
Also, if you lived in New York at a time when the Avengers stopped a giant alien invasion, would you really be that chicken shit about just saying, yeah, there's a fucking bad guy who has mind control powers? Right? But just fucking say it. Deal with it. Let's let's go get him. So like, come on. David Tennant plays a, a guy who has <clears throat> mind control powers, and for some reason they want him alive. I don't know. understand why they want to keep him alive. Oh, yeah. I haven't really figured that out either. Yeah. But he, um, they, they're all terrified of him, and uh, you... You're wondering, like, why? And then, as you see it, it, it is pretty effective. How, how it's very effective. What's frustrating me is, is the, one of the big things that's keeping them from taking the guy down is they don't have proof. But he's done it to so many people. And they're confused, and they don't understand. And it's like, and she, like the, the, in the last episode, she, she basically saved a cop's life because uh, right. Kilgrave told him to jump off a building and he saved her and convinced him that he had jumped off the building so that he didn't feel compelled to still do it because I guess the mind thing is you're just compelled to do whatever he tells you to do. Right. Um, but then she's like, just go home. Forget about it. Everything's fine. It's like, well, you have your, you have someone in law enforcement who's a witness. Yeah. Why are you just dis- dismissing that? Like, right. right, right, right. It's just not that smart. Right. And that stuff, some of those logic flaws, especially for a private investigator who you know, is working with a high powered lawyer who should know that this is now a bullet in the gun against the guy. Like it's just, it gets a little frustrating. Right. Right. No, I agree. But I like Luke Cage's abs though. Well, there oh, we, there you yeah. go. Oh, right. <laughs> Wait, who's the, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's getting his own show too. Yeah, when he takes the power saw, the the circular saw, um, to his abs and, and, and sparks yeah. flying. Yeah, that's me too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Power Man. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can't break me. Um, I dig it though, and I yeah, I keep fun. waiting for. Oh, I'll keep watching. Yeah, I keep waiting for it to like not make me feel like sad, and it hasn't happened yet. Like <laughs> yeah. the the stuff that happens in it, I'm just like, oh my god, like. Well, I, I don't we can spoil it. it's Netflix and I've only seen the first three episodes when she shoots her parents I was in yeah. I was like oh my god ah ah she can't not do this. ah like and it it's totally Jessica Jones's fault I oh, freaked out it's a scary it's out. a freaky moment yeah, yeah there, there are a couple more moments like that it's scary I um, do like how dark it is I do like similar yeah. to Daredevil how it takes advantage of being shot in New York yeah yeah it's it's fun to see a show that's actually shot in New York you yeah. know because. Uh, not Toronto or Vancouver as right, New York. Or a back lot, or, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, I mean, I'm on, I'm on board. My, my criticisms are... I, I do have criticisms, but I'm totally on board. Yeah. And um, I'm glad they're doing it. Like, I, it, it's still weird to me to, to think... Yeah, I used to read comic books and just daydream of a time when they would make movies and TV shows and toys of these characters, and this world could exist in a more... Outside the pages of these books, and now it's just... There's a Jessica Jones TV show. That's ridiculous. Yeah, there's... Minor... I know, I know. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking great. Uh, it's crazy how many TV sh- like comic book shows there are now, like yeah. Marvel and DC. And I, I feel s- like I can't read stuff fast enough to catch up. Like, well, you're saying like, oh, I just daydreamed about this. Like, I'm thinking like, oh, this is getting popular. I got to read it before it, it before it comes out. Yeah. on TV. No way, no way to keep up. Yeah. I love the I love the way they're interconnecting all of the the darker Hell's Kitchen stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge, I've said it before on the show, but I'm a huge Iron Fist fan. And I'm excited to see how that plugs into all of this. Right, right. Uh, Darren says, uh, Disney doesn't have the rights um, 
to uh, put the Hulk on TV so he can't show up. No, that, that's yeah, but true. Say the but Hulk. You can say the, you can mention him, or maybe you can't. I mean, maybe maybe, the, maybe on, it's a clever workaround to to avoid some contractual shit. But I'm just kind of getting tired of it. Yeah, I mean, on Supergirl, they they don't mention uh, or they mention Superman, but he can't show up. You know, right. they keep mentioning Superman, but I I miss I miss maybe he can show up. I mean, that's I don't know what their weird. contract contractual thing is, but I mean, I, I, you know, there might be a, a thing if like. Henry Cavill can only play right, Superman, right. you know. Or, so I don't know what what their situation is. It just uh, seems that it takes place in a world where that giant alien battle happened. So let's, let's just soften the I whole. I think they like, even make that. They even make that point on the show, and everyone's like, "Nah." Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyhow, it's worth watching. I also started watching uh, Master of None, and uh, that's the the Aziz Ansari show. <laughs> I started watching the pilot. It's very smart. Uh, and it's very, it's relevant to a lot of what I experience, even though it's about, uh, you know, it, it's not about he uh, plays a an white actor. guy. Yeah. But he plays an actor. He's single. Or, you know, there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot of dy- dynamics, uh, uh, sexual politics dynamics he talks about and, and just the way lives, you know, he has friends who are married and have kids and he has friends whose marriages are breaking up and something like that. That's all very relevant to me. I, and I like Aziz Ansari. I think he's very smart. I'm glad he has um, a platform. You know what a great actor. Yeah, I never Thank you believe, so much. I never believe his character. Oh my god! It always feels like somebody saying written dialogue. I never. Yeah. I, I never that, that believe is the weakness of the show. Uh, like so, because I I agree with you guys. I haven't watched all of it yet, but like I've watched the first couple episodes, and I love like that whole episode about like finding out about um our parents and like what they had to go through to like get to the country you know like or my case i was thinking about my grandparents and stuff like that and i'm like this is like the the episodes have really cool good themes right but the acting is so fucking bad that it's like distracting he distracted me on parks and rec too Uh, yeah well at least there he plays a clown here he plays like i I believe him as tom haverford but like that's also because like his but his stand up like he did a whole stand up thing when he was doing funny people where he would just like tour the country as like the guy that he did funny people and yeah and he was just like that big character so I believed him as Tom Haverford because he already had that character right right, right. but like just to watch him as Aziz Ansari I'm like uh, yeah I don't yeah, know yeah. man like <laughs> his parents are even worse I just yeah. see like script pages when yeah, he's yeah. saying yeah. punchlines I just picture actually, final you know, draft and even, actors too. even like uh, Eric Eric Warnham Warheim Warheim or whatever like Warheim whatever his name is um yeah, I don't. I mean, he's not super great in it either, and I'm a huge fan of him. But I'm like, oh, like these people always play like these big clowns. Yeah. That, like when you see them trying to play human beings, what you're a like, clown. <laughs> oh, very good. Uh, a New York reference there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was doing Sandra Nico. Know what I'm talking about? He was doing what? Nico uh, from the Velvet Underground. Yeah. And Nico. Got it. Um, cool. So, but it it does it has interesting. Um, uh, uh, it's it's sort of like uh, Louis for millennials, kind of. I was, you know? yeah. Well, it, it it seems like it's trying to be like Louis, but like not quite as dark. Yeah, yeah. Because you're younger, you don't have. You should. It has more heart. Yeah, than, yeah. Than Louis. Not, yeah. Not, I'm not saying Louis's heartless, but it's just harsh. Whereas this, this has like a warmth to it. Right. Absolutely. And, and especially his relationship with his parents mm-hmm. and. Um, and all the the sexual politics and stuff, and he's got um, sort of a bit of a like a wide eyed innocence, even though he says some boneheaded things, right? 
Whereas right. Louis just there, but there's the, no innocence in that show. Life <laughs> this, is shit wall to wall. But the right. stuff about him being an actor you can identify with, right? Yeah, I, I I think I only was halfway through the pilot and I didn't stop because I was not enjoying myself. I was either nodded off or, or had to go or something like that. So I didn't I didn't see a whole lot of references to that, but it just felt like the, the, it, it was it was fun to see a version of myself on TV who is an Indian guy who mm-hmm. I probably have very little in common with, you know. But I still felt very very connected to that. I, I like that dynamic. It it reminded me of uh, well, I went went to see oh garbage truck. Oh, everybody get take that in garbage day, garbage day. <laughs> um, we, that's what should be the podcast name: garbage day, <laughs> garbage day. Um, the uh, I went to an audition for a, a sitcom and. Of course, it was you know uh, uh, Chinese delivery food delivery man, mm. you know Chinese food delivery guy. <laughs> and so I tried I to get in. my agent to get me out for that, but yeah, and uh, casting wasn't having it. And I go in and I'm like, I'm there with one of the guys from Big Trouble in Little China, and like, why does he have to do this? Like, he's right. a great actor, and uh, and then I, I go. I understand in. why you have to do it because you're fucking I'll, terrible. I will Nobody. do anything. But guy from Big Trouble in Little China, come yeah. on. And uh, I go in... The most harmlessly racist movie of all time. And the... Uh, it's not a racist movie at all. I think I think it's... I, I think there's nothing mean-spirited about it, but I do, there definitely is, is uh, the exotification oh, but that's, of it, Chinese culture. I love no, no, the movie. No, no. It's, I it's love an exotification <laughs> of Chinese cinema. Oh. Uh, so those I haven't are, heard that, that argument. Those are all like tropes from Chinese movies, you know? Hmm. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow... Wow. Hmm. Okay. What? I, I'm, Complete uh, sentences, Giselle. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I know. Um, I've never seen you. I, I actually witnessed you absorb new information and change your opinion. I just witnessed it. I do that all the time. I had never seen it before. <laughs> maybe I, I do was, that all the time. Maybe I was not paying attention. <laughs> I think that... Uh, well, it struck me. But there's now, a difference between having opinions and being closed-minded. I'm not a closed-minded person. No, 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 you're, you're not. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, but, I, I, re- I so regret opening my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't. I love I'm glad you moment. opened your mouth. That was great, wonderful. <laughs> I, when, you, when you said, oh, I knew exactly what you were thinking. You I knew did. exactly what you were thinking, too. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, she goes, why didn't you stop me? Because I wanted to see it happen. Because you went, wow. And I was like, yay. <laughs> What's this I going to say? I just, I've talked about this movie frequently recently <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and hadn't heard that oh, yeah. opinion. And, and with not just with white guys, like with, with, mm-hmm. with guys who do have a problem with it, actually, with a half Japanese friend of mine who does think it's very racist. Oh, not not mean spirited, but. No, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Racist at all, or, or a lot of stereotypes. But I actually didn't know that that was. It yeah. was sort of a past. I mean, I grew up. Of, I grew up watching these kung fu movies with like mystical elements in them. Growing up, and to see it like all the bleed over into American culture was just like so exciting for me as a kid. Mm. You know, and there weren't there weren't any. Yeah, there weren't any sort of like Chinese versions of Step and Fetch It or anything like no, that. And, no, not at all. And like, they didn't even like the baddest ass guys in it are the the Chinese. Yeah, guys. they're strong as fuck. Yeah, and they know everything. And, yeah, and, and the white guys like, what the fuck is going on? If you if you watch it, like Kurt Russell doesn't really do anything. Yeah, like, he just makes he, a bunch of mistakes. He makes a, <laughs> a whole series of mistakes, and like when he finally gets superpowers, he get he knocks himself out. Right, <laughs> and like and he, like comes in after the fact, and he like does one thing. Yeah, you know? it's the best. It's a great and movie. and they even they even I thought they were even delicate with the fact that his love interest, even though she was sucked into this world, was a white gal. 
and his partner's love interest, uh, uh, I forget the character's name, uh, the, the girls with green eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there wasn't even any sort of cross-racial pollination there. It was just sort of, yeah. they were they were all still a, a, of their own worlds, just experiencing each other. And, Separate you know, Ka- but equal. Kate Burton, <laughs> Kate Burton was in that, in that movie. She plays like the reporter, the reporter sidekick. Yeah. And uh, when I was with her on Scandal, I was just like, <laughs> and I couldn't bring it up. I was oh, such a, on. I was so lame. Oh. Um, I love bringing up the obscure. I know, I know. She, she, I'm sure she would have been fine. She I don't was, she was I, super nice, by the way. I don't remember if I said it. I think I did, but Cheryl Hines's mother on Curb, I was a PA for a season on Curb, and the actress playing her mother was the princess on Wizards and Warriors. Which was a show that like Did me you tell and one other person liked. Did you say hello? I I I oh. knew that I knew that, and I I don't remember if I spoke. This was ten years ago. I don't remember if I spoke to her about it or not. And I had very little limited interaction with her on set for for whatever reason. It just Who there were some she? actors that I was with every day, and there were some that I barely saw. Who is she married to? Cheryl Hines, like someone super rich, right? Uh, someone at someone at one of the bigger agencies, uh, Principato, Principato Young, or actually, I think, no, no, who is she married to? Yeah. Oh, I thought she was married to one of the people, one of the heads of Principato Young, the oh. agency. Oh, no. The management group. Um, Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah, Robert F. Kennedy. Junior. Oh. Junior. Thank you. Um, so anyhow. Oh, I, she's I, divorced from the guy from Principato Young. Okay. Uh, at this audition, I go in and I do my line and then the... What was your line? I, I don't... 850! <laughs> <laughs> you got it? You went in too? Yeah. <laughs> and... The You'll thing, not tip. The thing, ah! the thing is, Cassandra booked it. Yeah, I did. I booked it. <laughs> wow! If you get Chinese takeaway for eight fifty, sign me up. Uh, right. So yeah. I go in and I do my line. Takes place in the seventies. <laughs> and the casting director says, "That was great. Uh, do you mind doing it again with like a slight, maybe a, a little bit of an accent?" She mm-hmm. asked you to chink it up. Uh, well, that, that's you know that's funny because uh, <laughs> that's this, not funny. It's what awesome. would you have no, said no, if she actually said it. the same thing? Hey, happened. Can you chink that up a little bit? No. Didn't you get ching, asked ching, that? Ching, no, no, I was on Mad TV, and and they said, "Do you mind? Uh, you want me to chink it up?" Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was fine you because said it was like that? it was broad sketch comedy, and I wanted him to put him, I put the director on the spot, right? You know, uh, for this one, and then I thought about it, and I had just listened to Aziz Ansari talking about how he doesn't do accents, uh, you know, in auditions, and I thought really long about it. <laughs> and not I, too long because you were right. in the room I, but, but there was like this there was, camera running. <laughs> there was an awkward pause and I'm, uh, I was like you know what no I don't I don't think I can do that and uh, it's like oh oh fine to- totally fine and it's funny because his partner um, in this this casting director uh, his his casting director partner like called or texted me later that night just like so apologetic wow. and we got wow. this big long uh, back and forth and I said no it's fine I wasn't offended at all but there's I just, a lot of I power in no yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so. You're a better person than I am because my last edition, my last edition was cleaning Maria, and the whole the whole thing was in Spanish, and so I went in there and I did it in Spanish twice, and then they said, "Okay, now can maybe you do it in broken English, but like with like a thick accent and caliente?" Yeah, and I was just like, "Okay." Uh, and I did it, but like I put a button on the end of it where it was like I say my whole fucking piece, and then the the guy responding to me goes, uh, "Okay, thank thanks, Cleaning Maria." <laughs> like you know, like we don't understand you. And then I go, "Oh, uh, it's it's just Maria." 
And, <laughs> That's nice. funny. and then the casting director laughed really hard. And then I didn't book it. Mm. I don't actually know. I probably didn't book it, though. Um, but I felt liberated when I left. I was like, boom. Yeah. Take that. One for the cleaning ladies. <laughs> uh, so, one for this one's for you, Maria. This one's for you, cleaning Maria. Uh, my cleaning lady's name, Maria. Really? Uh, yeah. My cleaning lady growing up was named Blanca. Oh, did, yeah. did you speak to her in Spanish? No, God, no. Um, <laughs> How's your Spanish? Uh, well, let's see. On my resume, mm-hmm. it says I'm fluent. <laughs> and, On my resume, it says I can juggle seven balls and, yeah. and speak 17 <laughs> languages. Yeah, I, I still know how to wakeboard, according to my resume. <laughs> I haven't done that in like six years. Um <laughs> But uh, in real life, according to my Duolingo app, I am uh, 17% fluent in Spanish. I stood. I watched Narcos, and I was like, "Oh man, I gotta fucking, I gotta, I gotta do it, get my Spanish up because this show's awesome." And if I got asked to audition for a show like this, I would freak the fuck out and not, you know, like I can read Spanish and I can say it if you write it for me. But can I improvise in Spanish? No, not at all. And so I've been making an effort to learn. It's what's his face from uh, the thing that we like. <sighs> Good. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, Prince, it's Prince Oberon from Game of Thorns. Thrones. Oh, yeah. Game of I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Did you see the new posters all around town? I did, I did, I did. <laughs> Giselle, do you, do you watch Game of Thrones? No, I've never seen it. Why? It wasn't on when I was looking at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> you, are you at all curious? No. You'll just watch oh. anything that's on the TV in front of you? Well, I, like I wasn't, that's very old school. I wasn't really looking at the screen much of the time. Uh, I'm okay. all, it's usually busy doing something else. Um, I've heard a lot you of... think you're better than us, Giselle? No, <laughs> no, no. Just no. clearly. Just maybe a little, but not so much, really. <laughs> you you are better. No, it's, it's, it's imperceptible, but if, if, you, if you're paying attention, then it's there. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just... Joke, <laughs> but she's not. No, no, I'm not. I, I'm, I feel sad that I can't really participate on the Jessica Jones and Game of Thrones and. What, what was, was the last big last TV show you saw? That it, um, the what great... was the last race, racist audition you went on? <laughs> <laughs> One for sauerkraut. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine me at an audition? I, I don't. I, I don't think I could be an actor. This is the best schnitzel yeah, available at the market. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see the last TV show. Well, do you know I've been really enjoying South Park this season. Oh, yeah. so good. Especially Great. Principal Busy. Yeah. Oh my Busy God. Principal. We talk principal. about it, and she tip a down. I keep saying she tip a down. <laughs> no, wait. What is shit? Shitty part, the, the shitty part of town. Oh, shitty part of town. No. Okay, I was. They get, to I out, love how, what they get away with by yeah. their cleverness. So, so they call it shitty part town. Historic shitty part town. It is uh, great. Anyway, pissy principal so funny, and last week so funny. Yeah, wait, 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 last week was about. Um, uh, is that the one? Where uh, the ads, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sponsored content. Oh my ads, god, episode. it's really. She was sponsored content. And also, Jimmy 
was yeah. writing the newspaper oh, article. Right, right. And can't he, say he says, retarded. He says, I prefer the term handicapped. It's okay if you're not comfortable around handicapped people. A lot of people are. <laughs> I'm fine. No, I'm yeah. fine. Oh, PC sounds so for, for pussy crushing. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's like, oh, we're getting discriminated against. Oh, that's good for us crushing puss. No, god damn it. <laughs> I love, I love that all the PC people are like these frat bros. dudes, like yeah. bros. So it's smart so funny. Fresh, it's fresh. Like the first time he showed up, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then you realize it's a thread like through the whole season. The, I'm, I haven't watched South Park in a yeah. couple years, but they don't usually have all the episodes no, connected like no, this. No. This season has been so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, so good. And how many seasons are they? What is this? Like oh, 14th season? Something like that? I think like it's more that, than that. Yeah. That's Some, crazy. Well, I don't know though. And also, that, I that like, show started when I was in elementary school. I like Shut the. Up. Just I stop like, talking. Sorry. I like Just the. Respect um, on it. I like the. Uh, don't say another word. Right. I like the stabs that they take at Caitlyn Jenner. Oh my! God. I do too. <laughs> On top like every time she gets in a car, she just, just hits like, her too. I love, yeah, like her and like Principal Garrison are like these bitchy queens together. <laughs> but you know, they just keep doing it season after season and bringing new things to it. And yeah. I mean, and Jimmy's just a great character. Jimmy's a great character. I love yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. Um, so if uh, you guys aren't watching it. Totally. Yeah, catch up. Catch up. I was wondering. Hulu. I, w- I would love to South Park hear. Studios. Com. Jimmy has what does Jimmy have? Cerebral palsy, something mm-hmm. like that. Something yeah. like that. Uh, so he's on crutches and he have a little bit of a speech impediment, little bit. That's this is the character, and he's really open about it. And he, you know, is a he's calm and smart and even killed he's one of the most sane characters on the whole show right, mm-hmm. right. and the nicest um and i wonder what people uh, who have cerebral palsy or you know think of that because i was thinking when he say when the character of jimmy say i prefer the term handicapped and and I in my mind I thought oh okay now we have somebody chiming in who has a right to say their preference but then I thought wait a minute he's just the neither of the two authors of that show yeah. have cerebral palsy so they're just making him up right I mean I, I so I was curious to to know what people uh, who are in Jimmy's situation in real life what term they prefer if they prefer handicapped or if they prefer. Uh, challenged or I just use crutches or what, whatever the term. I'm curious. Yeah. Tweet, I'm... tweet in if you have cerebral palsy and an opinion about <laughs> this topic. Uh, and also... Or that... I should say tweet in if you have cerebral palsy and or an opinion about this topic. It right. is really weird just being on the internet, you know, because I'm on the internet all the time, just looking at sponsored content now. Yeah. And just, it definitely made me think about uh, how I what i click on and, yeah. yeah and like yeah falling down in that big loophole that they oh, talk totally. about oh so funny yeah uh, a sen- click hole send your smoke tweet in i haven't watched game of thrones either so don't feel bad send your smoke you and me could form our own little group around the water cooler when <clears> everybody else is talking about game of thrones i have not seen game of thrones either but i feel bad oh. except not for that reason, <laughs> for <laughs> other reasons. Just in general, in general. Like just, I haven't. Seen, I just want to slip that in there really yeah, fast. Like yeah. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, and I am hurting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> whatever, yeah. man. Yeah, I like it. I so don't care. Thanksgiving is coming up. What are you guys' plans? 
Oh, by the way, if you're um, if you're listening and you want to tweet in uh, at Nooner Dan Marty, let us know what you're thankful for. Um, but uh, what are your plans? Well, I'm just going to have a quiet time. My friends are going up to the Bay Area, so I was thinking of maybe join for that. But it's going to be just quiet time, Helmut. Are you going to have turkey and stuffing? I think so. And who's, yeah. are you going to cook it? Uh, maybe I will ask the grocer to cook it. <laughs> <laughs> You're friends with the grocer? grocer? Do you know, a friend of mine was telling me uh, their plans for Thanksgiving and they were saying this as if they were shocked. They were saying, well, my son, it was an older friend of mine who had an adult son. And he was saying, my son, we're having it at my son's. And this year he's getting a turkey from Gelson's. The grocery store. Uh, this show and my friend was Gelson's. shocked and appalled. This, we never have had it where we don't cook our own turkey. Gelson's, for all your Thanksgiving needs. I said, you're going to love it. Not having to yeah. cook a turkey is yeah. great. It takes four hours. Just go pick it and up. And you might fuck it up. <laughs> you have nothing. Yeah. Um, so, Cassandra, what are your yeah. plans? Um, I work. And then... Um, I'm probably just going to hang out with my buddy Drew and get really drunk at my house. And we're going to, I mean, I'm not going to cook because I'm a vegan and he's not. So we'll probably just get our own. You could have portobello mushroom. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, no. with, uh, yeah, seitan gravy. We're going to have, we're going to have our own. Actually, I went to Whole Foods yesterday and they had like vegan shepherd's pie and like all these things like on their little hot food bar. And I was like, yes. And I tried it and it was super good. But I don't, yes. I don't And I'm not going to make it. Uh, we'll probably have our own respective pizzas to our own <laughs> dietary needs and um, just drink and hang out like any other day. I, I made like a, a vegan yeah. ragu last night with, over polenta. I heard about it. What did you? What I heard you? it was delicious. Mm. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I heard it tasted like meat. Mm-hmm. I used those, those most, what, that uh, meat. Substitute, I forget it, what it's called. Tofu. Mor- no, no, it's Mor- Morning Star Farm? No, it's that, that just, it's made from pea protein, you know? I don't know. It's pea protein? Like, yeah. I heard that your mushroom ragu danced on the tongue <laughs> like a bevy of salsa dancers mm-hmm. on, a, on, a, on a beautiful sunset cruise. <laughs> Wow! Well, there you go around the Mediterranean. Um, That's great. And Bill, you you do you have an annual tradition, right? Don't you? Uh, I actually got a little jack this year. I had a friend um, that I don't see enough that I would like to see uh, reach out about Thanksgiving, and we said yes, yes, we'll do something together. And it was maybe we we're going to go out of town, we we're going to do this, we we're going to do this. Uh, and then a couple other offers came in, and I said no, no. I said yes to this friend, and then the friend said I'm going to this dinner in Hollywood, and it, there's no more room. Mm. I was like, oh, so I just turned down all of my invitations wow. because we were going to have Thanksgiving together and now I can't have Thanksgiving with you. So I'm just going to go out of town. I don't even know where. I'm just going to split. By yourselves? Uh, nope. <gasps> with a lady? With a lady? Maybe. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Who is you all look at? Bill, you guys should see his no face. No wonder why you're so tired. His, his lips are pursed <laughs> and his eyes are bright <laughs> and he have the look on his face like, I have a little secret. Uh, I was trying to project the look of none of your fucking business. Oh, no, we got that look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that, okay, good, good, good. That one, She's painting a different picture no, for the it. listeners. Yeah, yeah. But, but we're still you, pursuing this okay. line of questioning. So you're not ready to share about it? Uh, eh, no. Okay. I will respect it. Oh, thank you. But Marty still, won't, but to, thank to you. To go away <laughs> with 
another person for a very big family don't holiday. Don't put a bunch of pressure on That's this for huge. him. That's huge. That is 29. Major. I just don't want to be here. You're going to go to 29 Palms? It's really pretty. Uh, I'm trying to decide if I want to be cold or hot. Where would mm-hmm. you go for hot? Uh, Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. Uh, something like that. Where would you go for cold? Big Sur, Mount Baldy, mm. oh. uh, uh, Los Alamos. Mount Baldy, like you would climb it? And just hike and stay in a something. I don't know. Have you been? To I'm the, making this up as I go along. Have you been to the I'm ever, Indiana Jonesing my Thanksgiving? Have you ever peaked Mount Baldy? I haven't. I've shot two films up in that area that involved a fair amount of hiking. But I, I peaked it uh, this spring, and yeah. it was crazy up there. It's it's much harder than I thought. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty it's pretty rugged up there. Uh, that for non-listeners this is, or non-California for non-listeners, non-listeners it doesn't really matter because yeah, you, you're not listening <laughs> it's uh, the tallest uh, it's the tallest you. mountain in in the LA area I didn't know that yeah I just know that's really pretty yeah hey uh, Darren wonderful Darren with Darren his information he pointed out South Park is on season 19 and Impressive. also both season 17 and 18 had continuity through each season Oh, thank you, Darren. Thank you, Darren. Evan, uh, Marty, Evan is your uh, Thanksgiving plans. He's Evan is cooking steaks for his family. That's oh. an American. But he said that he's had some great vegetarian Thanksgiving dinners, though. I. It's not impossible. I'm just lazy. No, no. I, I, I gotta I put that you. out there. Uh, <laughs> while when we, we all, yeah, we all got that. No, well, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> when we started this podcast uh, this morning, I got a phone call uh, from a, a two-star Michelin chef who was inviting me to his. <gasps> House oh, for Thanksgiving. Nice. Was it the wrong number? Sick no. Brag, Dick. Uh, but I can't <laughs> do it because I committed to making uh, turkey at my girlfriend's family's house. Mm. Uh, you know what you do? Call what? up Gelson's. What? Gelson. Have Gelson send over a turkey to no, your girlfriend's house. This is an house. episode of Three's Company waiting to happen. Come I know. On, no, you so got to capitalize on this opportunity you for should wackiness. Tell, tell your girlfriend's family, like, Hey, sorry, <laughs> not gonna do it. Got invited so... to a two-star Mish chef's house. And you understand? <laughs> you got sure. it. Has your girlfriend's mm. family met you before? Oh yeah, yeah. Could you send a look-alike in your place with a Gelson's turkey? We all look alike. Yeah. Um, no, I actually boned. <laughs> I boned. Get your turkey. Eight fifty, please. Eight fifty, please. Here, turkey. Uh, I boned. I go back to China now. <laughs> It was actually a friend of mine's line in an episode <laughs> of Nash Bridges, and he's Korean. I, I go back to China now. Oh, th- <laughs> thank you, Nash Bridges. I go back to China now, and then he falls through a hole in the earth yeah. and goes straight there. Uh, I'm imagining cartoons now. <laughs> with like lightning crackling from his finger. <laughs> I boned a 17-pound turkey last night. And oh, I thought that was going so in I. a really yeah. different direction. Right. Is, is this sex talk with Marty you serve on the your Nooner girlfriend's podcast? family your fuck turkey? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? You guys, what, like are you it? running for prime minister it, of England? It tenderizes Whoa. I basted it myself. Oh, he's it's talking been, about semen. It's been tenderized. No, uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Uh, Sous vide. Uh, I'm gonna glue the two breasts together with meat glue, and then meat oh, this, glue? this is sex talk with Marty. This Martin is terrible. What market. is meat glue? It's a, it's like a vegetable derived. This is a really gross way of talking about that, a pearl necklace that stinks. <laughs> that puts you know meats together, and so, uh, and then I'm gonna. I was expecting that. How reaction. long do it stay together? <laughs> Until you eat it. 
I haven't heard the term that. pearl necklace. In a while. I want that uh, sound. That's going to be my new text alert. What was that? Just be like, Ugh. Cassandra's <laughs> reaction yeah. to the phrase uh, pearl, pearl necklace. Pearl necklace. <laughs> like I don't know what I did. I blacked out. <laughs> I, was too, blacked I was grossed out. out. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I was holding on. Bruno the doggy brought a doggy uh, toy, and I held on. He wanted to play tug of war, and this chair, the, chair. The, 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 the wheels chair. on the chair went round and round. Yeah, so I got pulled away, but I still had my headphones on, so it nearly took the to- whole table away, as well as everybody else's yep. earphones. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I guess we're all leaving. The and then I have the the thighs separately. I roast those and then the know, thighs then. are apart. So you're kind uh, of deconstructing, splitting the thighs, and gluing it back together with your semen. <laughs> with my semen, yeah. yeah okay. And but that oh, way, with your meat glue, goodness. because you can use the bones meat glue ahead of time to make your stock. <laughs> so it just makes sense. And just you know, I'm doing what makes sense. Meat Sounds like glue. you're the two star Michelin chef. Oh, thank you. Well, that, no, I'll go to their house afterwards. So. Start He's a punk the band two brown star Michelin chef. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said it. <laughs> Cassandra is staring at you, wondering what? Who is this person? Like, I, I don't I, think I get it. Oh, you I'm know sorry. What the brown star is. It's like a butthole. Yeah, like ah, a cool you know butthole. where you have the butt fucking. Oh, the butt fucking. Um, I have. If people That's want to, I'm going to do for Thanksgiving. People want to Skype in and let us know what uh, what they're going to do for what you're thankful for. Uh, Skype in. That's Nooner we Podcast have a lot on the of, Skype. We're getting the tweets for what they're thankful for. All right, but now Let's I have oh, now I have the Skype line is open. So if you have a question or if you want to let us know what you're thankful for, either tweet in or uh, Skype in. So that's Nooner Podcast on the Skype machine. Nooner Podcast on the Skype. Um, so uh, what are you guys thankful for? Let's uh, let's hear from the listeners first. Oh, you know what I've been doing, oh. uh, and it might it might have uh, certain uh, advantages to to me. But I have been emailing all of the people who consulted me, met with me, gave me advice, allowed me to bend their ear um, a year, year and a half ago when I was trying to get Dave Made a Maze off the ground. Oh. And saying, and I've been thanking Fuck you, them. I did it, I did it. No, I've been thanking, I've been thanking them for their guidance advice. I just emailed all of my LACC uh, cinema and television professors. Oh, nice! Uh, thanking them for their classes and 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 for putting tools in the toolbox and you know steering the ship for all of us. And uh, I have a five minute clip now that we've used for the American film market, so I can actually show. I probably shouldn't be, but I can show uh, you know four or five minutes of the cool. film, and I'm just thanking all these people for the 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 letting me reach out, giving me advice, putting me That's in touch awesome. with the crew, uh, teaching me years ago when I was studying when film. Television. AFM is in January. Oh, okay. um, and so we had so to clip a good thing prep you- for it, and, and you know it's just it, it, there there is a selfish side to it because I am sort of doing a proof in the pudding. Look, I made a movie, mm-hmm. but that's not that wasn't the initial. Uh, impetus for it, but I, I've just found myself typing the phrase "thank you so much" like so you're twenty thankful times to your mentors. Days. Yeah, exactly. That's a good thing to be thankful for. Us in your smoke is thankful for this podcast, as oh. am I. I'm thankful oh. for Will Wilkins and Kevin for letting yeah. this, making this happen. K Dog. Um, I don't know him. No, I but I would call I him that if I knew him. It's probably why I don't know him. Uh, Leo in Finland is thankful to be having a job for at least another four months. Tyson is thankful for friends, family, and friendly acquaintances. 
And the letter F. <laughs> <laughs> Jane is thankful. Jane said, I'm thankful for my son. And I asked, how old is your son? 16 months. Oh, wow. wow. So just it, a little cutie. Yeah. Brand new. Little yeah. cutie. And next year you won't be so thankful. Uh, Ritzberger. <laughs> Terrible twos. Ritzberger tweeted in and said, this may sound trivi- trivial. That's a really mouthful. Trivial. Trivial. How do you say it? Trivial. Yeah, you're good at it. Well, uh, Ritzberger is thankful for this every morning that I sleep well every night. Um, (laughs) I would be so grateful if that were my life. Chris Brown say, I'm thankful for my friend Adam. He's a good guy and I really appreciate him. Chris, that's wonderful. What do Adam do for you? Does he listen to the show? I don't think so. We haven't Do, heard from Adam. Does he? Is he? I don't know. Your friends together? Does he help you? You listen to each other's woes. I want to hear. Uh, and Whoa. send your smoke. Thankful Whoa. for this podcast. That's so nice. <laughs> That's the best joke of podcast has ever had. <laughs> Sharing woes. Oh, that is so a good one. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm thankful. Man, I can't think. Of, I'm thankful for everything. You You're know? always thankful. I try to it's be. People like you that ruin the specialness of Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be. I'm thankful for food on my plate and just to be alive, really, every day. I was saying last night. Uh, oh, no, I was saying it on. Well, anyway, the point is, I was saying, we're not blown up yet, so I'm thankful yeah. for that. <laughs> All right. I have food on my plate and a roof over my head mm-hmm. and good good friends. Cassandra? Um, also, my soda stream. Oh, I just bought one for my mom. It's right there. Oh, she's going to love it. Yeah. Uh, make fizzy water at home. Ooh. Boy. Yeah. Because I, I got to a point where I just did not like plain water anymore. I, I like the fizzy water. No. So I've, I've been making fizzy water for about three or six years. I love it. And the soda stream is really good. It helped me. Mm-hmm. Helped me drink a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> because my friend just passed a kidney stone. Have you ever had to pass a kidney stone? No. no. You know what happened is a little calcification. It goes from your kidney down into your bladder. That's one journey that's very painful. Then it has to come out. Through the little pee hole. Little tiny pee hole. And do you know what is a shape like a kidney stone? One of those ninja throwing stars. No, no, no. Wow. They're jagged. Yeah. Teeny tiny like a grain of sand, but mm-hmm. jagged or big pain. But they make mm. for great earring stones. Earring? No, it- I'm, just, I'm sure somebody's turned their kidney stones into, into jewelry. I'm sure that's been done. Go to Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. poor can, asshole okay. who can't stop having kidney yeah, the stones. Bad, like, I'm the going to monetize this. <laughs> the bad news is I have chronic kidney stones. The good news is it's you have new earrings. It's a beautiful oh, bracelet. Oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm thankful for that guy. Uh, for, for the what? kidney stone guy. Oh, That's what I'm thankful for. No, I'm thankful for... Um, I have a lot of really, really great people in my life right now. A lot of really great friends. And, You're welcome. Yeah. You should bring them by sometime. Yeah, no. <laughs> I thought it was us. No, I'm thankful for this podcast. I've enjoyed this um, a lot. Uh, and so I, I'm thankful for you guys at the table. Um, not John Um 
deadbeat. Yeah, no, I have a lot of really, really awesome, fantastic people uh, in my life who all have the same like goals and drive that I do, and it's just it's been such a good environment this past year of who I've been around. So I'm really, really thankful for those people. You know what I'm thankful for? What? The fact that it's the top of the hour and you're listening to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodcast Internet Radio Networks. Damn it. Kind nice. of stick that up better. That DSMR or whatever it is, <laughs> your voice. I, I closed my eyes and I thought, now listen, just objectively. What <laughs> I tried, you know, scientific method. What is his body? What is his voice doing to my body? Deep relaxation. <laughs> oh. And a little tingle. <laughs> you, you should market yourself for that. Just read, read uh, you send it in and I'll read it to you in that voice. Oh, yes. In fact, we have a hundred words today that you're going to read. I don't think I can do that voice for an entire hundred words. Well, give it a try, <laughs> however long you last. <coughs> Wait, uh, do you want to do the hundred words now? Oh, uh, well, we, we need the theme song, though. Okay. How many words do you get when you write the hundred to one hundred and twenty words? hundred to one hundred and twenty words. Yay! A hundred to one hundred and twenty. Good for you. I, um, it's making me feel nervous. The uh, voice. It's the the weekly um, <laughs> weekly writing assignment, and we got a couple in. So thank you so yeah. much for sending them in. And what was the uh, uh, Giselle? You gave a, a launching point. Oh. Yeah, you? the prompt last prompt, week yeah. was um, thanks for nothing. No, I think <laughs> right. I don't know. Was it that one or was no, it? I was here last week, wasn't I? Yep. I don't remember. I that. was going to write one last week, so I, or this week, but then I didn't. Was it? I didn't write man, shit. I think was it, it was Men thing. Unmade? <laughs> yes. I think it was Men Unmade. Yes. That's oh, right. okay, okay. Just kidding. So here is one from Brandon Lister, and Bill Brandon is going Lister. to read oh, it. Thanks for Nothing might have been the one from the, the Giselle Show podcast. That's right. Yeah. What, you're doubling up? This No, we have the trademark on this. I think I it's called Doubling oh, Down. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Lying in bed, I roll onto my right side. Uh oh. The uh-oh is me, because I haven't read this yet. My left hand moves up and down beneath the comforter, feeling an almost imperceptible indentation in the mattress. This is where you used to sleep. I would come home at three in the morning from work and kiss you gently on the forehead, then slip into bed while trying my best not to wake you. I secretly always hoped you would wake up. There was always a smile for me, even the dead of night. You would wrap your arms around me, even though you were much too small to be the big spoon. I miss you every day. The worst part is that I know you would still be here if I had never bought that rickety old sex swing. <laughs> I love the ending of that one. That was great. I love that it. That really sneak up on you. Yeah, it really it take a left turn there at the end. Very oh funny. God, so sad. Good for you, Brandon Lister. You, that was a good surprise ending. <laughs> and maybe next time get her a soda stream. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a rickety... Because it broke, right? And she died. Or he died. Mm. He but died. She died. It could be he. We don't know. Or else she was oh, just... True. Was or not. she was creeped out and left. Oh, yeah. Either way. I like to think she died. I, I think the rickety... Died on the... Rickety... On the it, She fell and she died. Yeah. Or maybe she just hit her head really bad and she's a vegetable and he visits her once a week. That's even more depressing. I like that. Oh, Then Nicholas gosh, Spark so gonna make a movie about it. Yeah. We have spoken around 300 words about that 100 <laughs> words. That's um, a good sign. That's a good yeah. sign, yeah. It, it make, makes you think. Um, okay, so here is another one. Hmm. Think piece, that one. Yeah. <laughs> How did she die? Was it a he? Is it a vegetable? It's very layered. Yeah, it is. <laughs> 
Uh, and ultimately, it speaks to the human condition. Is we female? <laughs> Did we die? We don't know. Okay, here's another one. This is from Leo in Finland, and he just sent it in today. He said it was written as Marty announced today's Nooner had started to air. Pay attention, don't start writing. Here we go. <laughs> he was becoming unmade. The writing was taking its toll. He hoped that the person reading the text would have enough intelligence to follow the goddamn stage directions. <laughs> but they wouldn't. The pain was unrelenting. The fingers were seizing up. The time that he had to write these words was forever diminishing. That last part, I hope you read it loud with a Shakespearean projection. Or else I'll ask someone to stealth punch you in the butt. <laughs> Few words left. Could he make it? Could he get the words written without a prompt, without planning, as the people mocked Marty as he was trying to read the news? That's pretty much this podcast yeah, in a they, nutshell. They, 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 there they you listen. go. How did you know that we stealth punch each other in the butt? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was just something that we knew. Leo, did you set up a secret camera? <laughs> That was a great one, Leo. I really like it. It's what's the word? It's kind of um, um, what's the word? A pastiche, a collage of a collage, words, but also like um, fantasy, fantastical. Okay. At, at the same time as magical real, realism. Yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> and you know, it it bringing in the Shakespearean and this and that. Can he make it? It's great. That was a fun one to read. Thank you very much, Leo. And just quick note. Chris Brown follow up about his um, about his friend Adam and he say they do share woes. He say Whoa. we we can sit and chat for three or more hours week after week. We share interests and he shows me different perspectives. Hmm. That is a good friend. That's yeah. great. Can I yeah. read this one? Um, that you emailed me. That's for the 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 mail sack. Oh, I thought it was a hundred words. Um, no, we'll we'll say that. Okay, one for the mail sack. Got it. Um, so stay tuned. Yeah, to find out what they're talking about. Speaking of t stay tuned, uh, there's a a movie that was just made uh, by Robert Rodriguez. Oh, um, I saw that in your email, but I actually didn't. Uh, yeah, so didn't he he that. directed a movie uh, with John Malkovich, and Malkovich. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it it. You have to stay tuned to see it because it's it's finished and its release date is November eighteenth, twenty one fifteen. Jesus, a hundred years from now. This article you made a time capsule. This article, <laughs> gay. I read this this morning and like felt the crushing reality of death <laughs> and i hated it because i really want to see that movie it's not even that i care to see it i mean i would watch it i guess but like it's that i will never be able to well i mean unless no i won't i mean come on technology it's not gonna i don't want to live that long like <laughs> i don't want to live that long either no but it's just it's one of those things where it's like you know like no one will get to see it. Like you know, here's you know, you're not no one. All the Syrians who take over America will get to see it. Yeah, but they oh, won't. Oh, when they crack they won't open understand the times. it. Yeah, because yeah. by the time they've diluted the white race, they only speak Muslim. They only speak Muslim. <laughs> that, that's right. Uh, so to give you some background, this was sponsored by um, uh, this uh, cognac company, Louis the Thirteenth, I think it, it is, and it was written by um, 
it, it was written by John Malkovich, inspired by the hundred years it takes to make each bottle of Louis, uh, Louis Treze. Um, um, so, yeah, what do you, th- I mean, do you think that, like, why? It's a nice publicity stunt. It's a great publicity stunt. He just wants stunt. to make sure that for a hundred years in the future, people will still be doing impressions of him. <laughs> 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 Remember me? This is Chan Malkovich like, I want to live forever. They, yeah. they will be doing him and Christopher Walken. <laughs> but I mean, I guess if, you know, if you're getting paid to do it, why not? And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Malkovich could be like, oh, this is such shit, but who cares? I'll be dead. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that that's, I think that's why I'm so curious. Like it makes me want, it makes me want to see it. And it makes me, it really, I really did have a moment where I was like, I'm gonna die this morning. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna die. I'm not. If you could, well, you know what? I'm sure, yeah. A if, bottle of what's it called? Cognac. Louis Thirteen. Louis. 13. That's something about. I didn't really totally realize that until I, you just said it out loud. It's an but ad. It's like what a douchey thing. It is kind of douchey. It's it, like let's, let's like, call it, yeah. Yeah. Like Patron gave me a bunch of money to make a to to make a movie, yeah. and, uh, but it's even it's like it's French cognac, you know. It's French cognac, and they locked it. They physically <laughs> locked the film in a safe. That it's was, shaped like a sifter. That's yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that that is time locked, and will like a hundred years from now and open up in a big. They better warn someone about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Imagine if like, they, like it's like it's some like futuristic pawn shop. Totally forgot. Right. Right. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and I hope they backed it up in there. And they, you know, they should put like a backup copy and you know. Yeah, because what know. if they don't have the yeah. te- like what the hell is this blue well, yeah, thing? Also, what if the company goes out of business? <laughs> this right. is the biggest thing I've ever seen. If you okay here, if you guys could live forever if you could not interested not interested you want to go you think you would get bored or tired I'm already or... bored and tired <gasps> don't you think though if you live forever <laughs> you would eventually come back around and have a period of did you not see the Blake Lively movie happy time no Which I think one? peace of mind and, and being present and being calm and being a good person is a, is a constant I don't want to use the word struggle but it's something that you have to work it doesn't come naturally to me uh, and i at a certain point i'd be like i'm so fucking sick of meditating mm. and doing yoga and trying not to drink too much coffee and trying to curb my angry tendency i'm just sick of it i just want to fucking explode and get out of here mm. tyson says welcome to what's been on my mind hashtag time hashtag death yeah <laughs> you know it is very exhausting when you're fighting with your own brain yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And and you know it's it doesn't look like I don't know. it's so the world is so Good. polarized. It's not like it looks like things are getting better. Not uh, these days. Yeah, and I just I don't I don't who needs it. Yeah, yeah I think mean, about I'm, all the shit you'd have to see and go through when you're, you know, you don't if you, you live forever. Like, I mean, if, if my first if my first image of living forever was was being in being some sort of enlightened being who could just see every corner of the earth and maybe beyond that's kind of interesting but my first thought is 
more wars and racism and anger and hatred and shitty people. Like, oh, and global warming too. Yeah, like, yeah. I think. Yeah, man. I think. Um, Let's see what's exciting about that, other than getting to see Robert Rodriguez's movie. <laughs> Are you really that excited about seeing his movies? I mean, I liked whatever uh, El Mariachi. Well, enough. El Mariachi was fun. But... People are so surprising, though. You never. I have no idea what is going on. You know, every time I think I, I have a strong, okay, I figured it out, then I go, no, yeah, I have not, because there's someone who have the exact opposite opinion as me, and they seem equally as viable as me. So who's right? Who knows? I can. Life is really um, uh, complicated to figure out. So I think that might keep me interested for um, eternity. I, yeah, I don't mean to suggest that life is to be endured and I get to get out of here soon. I, I, don't, I don't mean to be that bleak about it, but just, I don't know. Living forever has never been an aspiration yeah. of mine. How about this one? If you Going could, into the past. Now that I would love to do. Where would you go? What time? All you're over. White. The 50s would be great. The birth of rock and roll and the teen culture. That'd be exciting. Uh, I'd love to see the building of the pyramids. I mean, I'd it's love cheesy, to, but it'd be fascinating. I'd love to remind myself to put the keys deeper in my pocket when I lost them off that roller coaster. <laughs> oh, uh, I remember so. that. I want to know what the fuck is up with Stonehenge. And I could ask somebody because they're like, oh, well, we're just doing this thing. And we're like, oh, that's what it is. Okay, that's cool. Well, what's uh, up for dinosaurs? Dinosaur. I would love dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. Hanging out with dinosaurs would be fucking great. <laughs> Are you excited about the good dinosaur? Yeah, I like I like nastier dinosaurs, but maybe maybe I'll go. How about this one? I do like if, Pixar. If you could come back uh, at some point after your death mm-hmm. to see what's happening, you could not affect things, just to observe. How much of a period of time after your death would you want to come back? Now, I realize you don't know when you're going to die, but, you know, just we, imagine. We know, though. <laughs> <laughs> Like 50 years after, 100 years? Uh, November 18th, 2115 for the premiere of Robert Rodriguez's movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing I have to look forward to, guys. <laughs> um, how, but really, how would you want to come back way in the future where you might not recognize humans? Yes. Yeah. Or would you want to come back like 10 years after to just see, you know, how your stocks no, are No, I'd love, to, I'd love to see way down the line what, what's, what's happened to cultural identity and, yeah. and, and wars. And Did you read the book The Cloud Atlas? Oh, you might like it. Pretty exciting book. They make a movie of it. Skip the movie. The book, boring, really movie. great. Um, the book is rich and, and um, nuanced. And the movie, you know, is a different medium. So uh, the book is very imaginative and insightful, and it, t- it tackles some of these ideas. Mm. I recommend it, Cloud Atlas. I think I'd want to like maybe give it like twenty years after I die to oh, come back, just because I want to see how your friends are doing. Not even that. Fuck them. They better not live twenty years longer than me. I either. thought you were uh, thankful for them. No, not if they outlive her. <laughs> not if they outlive me. <laughs> I'm uh, thankful for all the friends who die before me. No. Um, <laughs> I I would just want to just like to check up because I a lot can happen in twenty years and you could still probably recognize society but um, it's different people are different I mean think about and think about what the world was like twenty years ago you know oh like, yeah you know I mean gay people are allowed now <laughs> more they don't have made fun of as much and right. you know just like little little changes and little um acceptance yeah things like or maybe be- like 20 or 30 years i think would be cool yeah 
you would still would recognize it. it. You would be able to see the changes. Yeah. It would be pretty interesting. Yeah, I think so. I'm curious to see how human beings and technology start to merge. Well, that's something in, too, is which I think... Robotics? All of that or... That's something um, that's implant, happening in our lives. Cyborgs. Having your computer implanted into your brain and so mm. you just press your temple to order a pizza or something. I want to <laughs> be around come back when Jesus comes back so I can just see what it's like you know see, see have fun being dead forever shut up no, that's not real oh. shut up I would be curious but only slightly because the past interests me more than space but I would be curious to, to come back at a time when maybe space travel yeah mm-hmm. Mars like going to Mars for Thanksgiving would be a thing but then at the last minute your friend would call and say hey there's no room right. on Mars <laughs> like I'm three quarters of the way alright like, I can't decide if I want to be hot or cold, so <laughs> I'm either going to go to Venus or Mars. The molten lava. Yeah. Have you ever peaked Venus? <laughs> hey, uh, Tyson tweeted. in. a good recap of the show. Thanks. In a planetary sense. Thank it's you. good. Tyson tweeted. in, he said to himself, hey, I don't mind. And that's, he said, that's me telling myself to chill out about it. Hey, I don't mind. Uh, what is yours like? Um, okay, on the on the other hand, the, the whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna dip I, into the oh, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I wanna dip my hands in that mail sack. That's Dan. That's not the volume thing. That's actually uh, yeah. That was great. Piercing voice. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Um, Will I ever get to meet him? Yeah, I hope so. When you come by, he's really friendly. You will like him, and he will like dude. you. Yeah. Great. So the first one is uh, one written for Bill. Oh, I just started eating. A that's snack. why. I, uh, that's why yeah. I started the mail sack. I okay. saw you doing that, and then I, excuse me, guys. Okay. I'm I'm pulling up here. I was not prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was trying to take a break. Mm-hmm. Not how I would conduct myself mm-hmm. if I were running the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You had a 14-second like warning cue. I love yeah, how all other of mail. that was. You all start of that was me. under his breath. Okay. I'm going to start saying Just things. Just whatever you think we're doing. Okay, at the time. that's fine. His shirt is really nice, but I'm not going to tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Who's this from? I only have the text. I don't uh, have the... Uh, I don't not know sure. who it's oh, from. We don't know who it's from. No, no, no. We don't not know. Not sure. Or I don't know who it's from. No, no, not sure, sure is, oh, is the name of a person. Yeah. Who, who, uh, is who on? emails practically every week. And who's done first? Yeah. Oh, the guy with the email address that we released. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Cleveland was founded in the 1700s and became a city more than 200 years ago. Fuck. Cleveland had one of the first all-inclusive colleges in the state. Fuck. Cleveland had the first electric streetlight and car. Fuck. Cleveland originated the mall, the gas masks, Superman, automatic windshield wipers, air traffic control towers, and the term rock and roll. So the next time you say fuck Cleveland, please insert a comma, you best coast fucktards. Fuck Cleveland. Fuck Cleveland. I didn't write that. I just read it. I didn't write. I just read it. I didn't. I didn't write it. It was good. I just the, read it. The gusto and zeal was not in the email. You added that. <laughs> I don't know. There's some. There's some punctuation and capitalization to suggest. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, Evan Cardi writes in. Have you guys ever heard of legendary internet troll <gasps> Ken M? I didn't know there was such a thing as a legendary internet troll. He, he's become one of my favorite things on the internet. I believe he writes professionally. He's a, a copywriter, I believe. Uh, but in random online forums, he takes on a persona of an ignorant, friendly older man. Aww. 
and his interactions with people who take him seriously are sometimes divine. He's never crass or rude, which makes it even better. And he even has his own subreddit. So if you want to go check out Ken M, that subreddit, uh, you can read all about I him. I cannot wait to go there. So Does he get people talking about stuff because he, he presents himself as not knowing, so people just throw in their opinions? Uh, yeah, and then people like get super pissed off at him. So he'll be like... Um, He'll purposely put in uh, misspellings and uh, <laughs> like, and then he'll he post. So somebody had a post: uh, Casablanca piano sells in New York for more than six hundred thousand dollars. So he he posted after after it. He goes, "Still one of my favorite movies, and it was filmed in two hours, all in one take." Let's see, <laughs> let, let's see today's actors try to pull that off. And then somebody posts, is that true? Wow. And then all these other people are like, no, it wasn't. And he's like, no, the script was written in real time as the movie was being filmed. And then somebody says, no, that's not true. And he says, the actors had to memorize their lines and perform them at the same time. It's, like, <laughs> it's really, really funny. And it's kind of like you don't so want to... destructive. Yeah, you don't want to know who he is because it is kind of lovely that he's doing this. Like, like California Dairy is going broke due to feed... Pri- feed. Um, uh, feed and milk prices and then he says it's because farmers buy expensive name brand feed instead of the generic stuff and then of course people just you know it's classic internet troll funny. Um, yeah it's very funny and uh i guess he's this guy who's uh from chicago i think um and he's a copywriter a copy editor oh no he lives in brooklyn and uh he's been doing it for the past four and a half years and he he's I guess he stayed anonymous, but um, he he's pretty funny. So, yeah, check out the subreddit if you want to learn more about him. Um, have you guys ever trolled people on the internet? No, you guys have better things to do with I your time. I don't play internet. I, don't, I, <laughs> I get in these long, stupid things of, uh, like, oh, you, like, I guess it was probably like six months ago, I posted, there was a, an, a video of Obama, like, shutting down this Fox News reporter's like stupid question mm-hmm. and and then I just posted like sarcastically oh why wasn't this ever on Fox News because they ended up looking really badly um, and then all these people just like would either respond like I didn't get it like oh it's because Fox News sucks and they don't want to look bad and then like, <laughs> and then and then and then it's just like every week now there's like somebody posting more, you know, and it's just like back and forth people calling Obama uh, an idiot and a Muslim. And then people and just like from the one stupid comment that I left, like I, yeah. I it was just like five words, you know, it's just it's a gargantuan waste of energy. I know, but it's, yeah. it's I've been caught up in that before. Mm. And it's, if you feel like you're doing something. You feel like you're it's like having a podcast. <laughs> I mean, <Ouch>. th- <laughs> I don't put my. I try not to put. See you next my, Tuesday. Yeah. So, um, now I'm all caught in the web of this Ken M. He somebody had put a a posting of the sun unleashes solar eruption at Earth during long flare, and Ken M. comment even the sun is affected by global warming. <laughs> Meanwhile, our huh. leaders are fiddling while the sun burns. <laughs> <laughs> and some it's so funny somebody somebody took the bait and is like arguing with him the sun isn't affected by global warming the sun is the cause of global warming blah 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 and goes on like this and Ken M just reply one wonders if you blame all of life's problems on the sun <laughs> 
He's a really no. great troll. That's funny. Yeah, I think there's an art to it. And, uh, well, at least he's already making money as a writer. So, And also, Darren has to tweet it in. He wants to live in a future mm, where iZombie has extra episodes. Wait! That's today! Oh, uh, <laughs> congratulations to the future, Darren. Yeah, congratulations, season two of iZombie. But is that Welcome sponsored content? Future. Is we <laughs> engaging in sponsored content now? Well, because, well, Dan Etheridge is an executive producer of iZombie, so yes, we are. <laughs> and you guys should watch it. It's been a really fun second season. Um, lots of melodrama and very funny. Uh, the actors on that show are great, so I... I I d- definitely recommend that show cool. to everybody who's listening. And Bruno is just a pest today. Yeah. He does he's not want to be The doggy, yeah. he's really cute. He keeps bringing his little toy to play with. Uh, and that's the mail sack. Great. Yay. Yeah. We dipped our hands into that mail sack. We did. You don't have any uh, coffee, do you? I do. Could You're... I do the thing that John Pericello does? I'll get it for you. You keep talking about uh, something. Can I bring up? Uh, topic I hate to uh, this was a question that was posed on the Dan Patrick show I love the Dan Patrick show do you know this question I just need a tiny sip Marty I don't but when, I, when I heard about the question I, I thought this is a I want to debate it as well and talk about it here's the question is a hot dog a sandwich Ooh. Jesus wow I know that's uh, perfect that's plenty Mike. it's Thank pretty you. deep stuff uh, it have meat. It have bread. Meat and bread. Jeez. But is it a sandwich? It's you eat it with dog. your hands. It's a hot dog. It's not a sandwich. I agree. It's a hot dog. It's a whole other class. Is According to a sandwich. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I feel like a hamburger is a hamburger. Mm-hmm. So according yeah, to tough. the dictionary, okay, uh, a hot dog is a sandwich. Um, this has been a, a long-standing sort of thing. Well, listen, I don't go to the dictionary to get my hamburger, just like I don't go to In-N-Out to find out the, whoa, 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 the, the meaning of the word profligate, bitch. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you listen to the, the Judge John Hodgman podcast, you'll find um, he, he addresses this subject rather passionately, and he's very, very specific that... A hot dog is not a sandwich, and he his, based on what criteria? Um, it, it's a, a unique thing. Un- here, I'll. Is it a burrito or is it a sandwich? That's um, the oh, is a burrito a sandwich? Yeah, it's. Well, I'm saying is a hot dog a burrito? Um, I don't fucking. Know. Okay. A hot dog is not a burrito. John Hodgman saying, is a burrito asking, a Mexican sandwich? Yeah, if we're asking silly, no, a torta is a Mexican sandwich. Ah, zing, uh, so if you go to johnhodgman.com, there is a post where he says, Dan Pashman of uh, WNYC's The Sporkful has been trying to drag me into a fight over my ruling in the New York Times magazine that a hot dog is not a sandwich, but a unique thing unto itself. My proof of this negative is that hot dogs, while sharing many similar traits with sandwiches, do not con- share the crucial traits. All sandwiches may r- routinely be cut in half, no one would cut a hot dog in half unless under duress uh, or compulsion. I have seen hot dogs at the Happy Dog cut in half. Uh, just because con- they're, p- they're piled high with toppings. I see. Uh, but just consider cutting a hot dog in half. Yes, it can be done, but it feels weird, correct? Correct. This is the same reason a hamburger is not a sandwich, but a separate genre of food. I guess I'm wrong, because mm. ju- you don't argue with John Hodgman. No, I've cut that, hamburgers in half and split them with people before. That said, yeah, I will respond it. to Pashman only to say you cannot be a strict constructionist. Uh, re-folklore, which is what the Earl of Sandwich story is. Um, 
Pashman establishes a definition involving two slices of bread, then breaks it uh, quasi-literally in half to fit hot dogs into his own sandwich cosmology. (laughs) 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 You cannot use the fact that some things are sandwiched between bread to prove that what is a sandwich, as the term follows the food stuff. It is a logical fallacy. If not a proper tautology, then at least circular reasoning. Now, if you see all those big words, where are you going to go? You're going to go over to Jack in the Box to look those up? I I have cut a... Not on my watch. (laughs) Thank you. Come, be eternal with me. (laughs) We would have so much fun if it was just you and me was eternal and everybody else die and live and die. Wouldn't we have fun? I have a lot of fun. I'd call you up. I'd say, come on over. How are you doing this millennium? (laughs) (laughs) Has it been that long? Listen, we we've been we both been so busy <laughs> watching everyone die. <laughs> he says also furthermore a hot dog does not require a bun to be a hot dog. That's very Oh, that I didn't know. good point. That's a very good point. Um, that I didn't know. Yeah, so what did uh, what did Dave what's his name? Dan Patrick? Dan Patrick say. I think that uh, the I'm not sure. I think that the did he have other people on the show too and they all all talk so I, I think they might have been split. Um, I think the consensus was that uh, it is not a sandwich. It is his own thing. That hot dog not requiring a bun to be a hot dog, that's a mind blower. Yeah, yeah. That one. I that's the kind of thing that, that does that make me want to live forever, <laughs> <Yeah>. to, to <laughs> contemplate things like that. Yeah. If you can come up with a couple more gems like that, I'll, I'll revise my statement. Say that <laughs> I do definitely want okay, to live forever. Here's a, here's a bigger question. When was the last time you had a hot dog? Last time was at the Happy Dog, which, uh, which would have been, what, like six weeks ago? Oh, very good. There, there's a certain list of foods that if I got a fatal disease, like as in uh, 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 with a real timeline, like you have six months to live, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I knew it was real and I was going to die. Uh, there's a whole list of foods I would begin eating that I don't currently eat. What? And hot dogs is on the top of the list. Mac- really? Macaroni and cheese, oh. hot dogs, mm-hmm. tiramisu. Things of this nature. You know what I miss? And I, I haven't ordered it in a long time for reasons that will become obvious as soon as I say it. Dog. Veal. Oh. Ugh. Before I knew what veal was and I was just I was just no. ordering food in a restaurant and didn't know anything about its preparation or anything. I uh, I I loved it. So I loved it. Uh, but no, veal can, can be raised humanely and they just die young. The way that if you get lamb, that is a very young sheep. I do like lamb. And so if you think about, okay, well, what if I had, if I'm eating young sheep, why can't I eat young cow if it hasn't been mistreated? I think, I think I, I think I heard all the, the word rhetoric is a loaded word, but I think I heard all the rhetoric about how inhumane it was and just haven't eaten it since. Yeah. Well, there, there is, you know, they, like veal is, uh, they celebrate it being very white Mm -hmm. and because they restrict uh, and very tender and so it's because they restrict the movement of the the cows that was it yeah yeah and then they feed it a very restricted diet but there is something you can get pink, pink veal which has been these are cows that are raised humanely just slaughtered just young. slaughtered young yeah <sighs> so but but see then it gets to the whole thing like okay well you know if you know how they kept pigs why do we still eat bacon right. you know and they keep pigs much worse than they keep uh, chickens too veals yeah veal yep. and also those pigs live a lot longer in under duress than the than the right the calves do, they get so. to check out early so um 
Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Mm. Enjoy. I'm a vegan. I'm a vegan. I'm oh a vegan. I'm a vegan. It's only a, vegan, a matter of time. <laughs> I just like to get to eat veal again. Uh, you just have to know where it comes from. Yeah, yeah. So Jane says the one thing I enjoy about iZombie is that it doesn't make Seattle look like a constant downpour of rain. Um, that's because they shoot in Vancouver. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and Chris Brown says I'm recasting the time machine with Giselle Nett and Bill. Uh, sharing the main role. That would help that book a lot. That would be f- so much fun. How would we share the Wells role? Time machine? Yeah, I want to be a Morlock. If we sh- share the main role, would we just be strapped together like a two-headed person? Yeah. Maybe we they should get combine... Big, we what get was the one with the two-headed? The guy wakes up with the... There was the white guy and the black guy. Yeah, and the Rosie body. Greer and yeah. uh, um, Jennifer Jason Lee's dad. Yeah, we should combine that movie and the time machine, but with me and Giselle. I'd do it. All right. Sold. Let's get Gone. a big, Actually, big t-shirt. that would be hilarious, but you'd have to be like in a big t-shirt for like, you know, right. four weeks. <laughs> oh, it would be a lot bill. of philosophizing in a giant t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine how close Vic Morrow and like Rosie Greer got. Like, you know. Vic Morrow's Janet Jason Lee's dad? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. Je- Jennifer Jason. Jennifer Jason Lee's dad. I didn't know that. Vic Morrow. Yeah. Morrow. Yeah. You know who I like? Rob Morrow. What's he doing lately? Uh, <laughs> what is he doing? He's doing... <laughs> This is a visual gag, but I think it's worth trying to explain. Giselle is trying to stay on mic with simple questions and thought-provoking ideas, while the dog is jerking her away violently with his toy. So it's like, what is tomorrow? Now he's like, I'm going to tweet my best attempt uh, at a picture of that This is a good podcast, everybody. (laughs) I'm sorry. What are we supposed to do? Not laugh at that? Surely you could tweet a short video. Uh, Chris Brown said that he ate a hot dog yesterday. He's ashamed to say there's no shame in eating a hot dog. No shame. I love love hot dogs. Hot dogs. uh, Yeah. Hot dogs are humanely raised. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Darren, Darren is going after the bread. He said two slices of bread with something in between is a sandwich. No slices of bread, no sandwich. I thought about that, but if he you said, slice a French baguette, that's still a fucking uh, sandwich. Yeah, that's Even true. If it's well, two it's separate bread. pieces. Yeah, yeah. Buns, a hot dog oh, I see. Oh. Buns, he said buns or wraps are not slices. Now, listen to this, Darren. What do you think of this? What if you have two slices of bread? And a hot yeah. dog in between, like a hot dog sandwich. Then is that a sandwich? What do you get when you have you know, two my... slices of bread and you wish you had some meat? Meanwhile, a little Blues Brothers there for you guys. Yeah. Um, Right. And, but but what is the, if you like sometimes my mother used to take a hot dog uh, or a little schnitzel you know and slice in half and fry it up and then put it between two slices of bread so is that then a hot dog sandwich I'm fucking starving did you <laughs> <laughs> they put hot dogs sometimes in uh, a Cuban torta oh, yeah. do you, do you oh, so saith uh, cleaning Maria cleaning yeah <laughs> you ever go to Porto's uh, I've been, yeah. yeah. Um, they have good beef empanadas. They do, uh, it's a Cuban bakery. The food's pretty good. Um, there's a, actually a better Cuban place in... Um, Cuba? In Cuba. <laughs> no, in uh, Echo Park called uh, La Caridad. 
and it's uh, very well priced, and it's really good, and it tastes like my grandma's cooking. Aww. But I can't go there anymore because I'm, I'm, I'm a vegan. 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 Portobello, 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 portobello. Yeah, uh, I've been eating so many beans to get my protein. <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah, come on. Don't tell everybody I've been farting. Um, Chris says that um, I can't ruin his Thanksgiving because his Thanksgiving was a month ago. Ah, oh, Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. Canadian fuck. Yeah, you Canadian. Oh, uh, would what about an open face sandwich? Is that a sandwich? That's a tartine. Oh, merci. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I work at a French restaurant. Oh. <laughs> your, your eyes lit up when I something, said that. I know something. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a close this monsieur. My one opportunity to contribute this week. Everybody shut up. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. I know. Three space on both sides. Yay. Um, I had a black bean tartine. It was vegan. Oh, God. Was shut good. the fuck up. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> You're the first person that's told me to shut the fuck up since I've been vegan. That's what I've been waiting for. It's because you surrounded me. go back to eating meat. It's, you surrounded yeah, yourself by such patient people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you're thankful for. Okay. I know, right? Everyone's so, so here's nice the question Do you want to see Star Wars or not? Hey, f- episode can I four, tell you some fucking real Hope. shit? Yeah. Break it down. I watched it. Oh my God, you, you jerk! But I didn't finish back it because I fell asleep. Okay. So are you ready to do this on the mic? Do what on the mic? Watch Star Wars. I don't need to. No, no I just need but, to finish it. But we're, we can do commentary. That's the point. You know what's funny is that I was commentating when I was watching it oh, with a couple of friends. having yeah, a mic there too. <laughs> and, we recorded for all posterity. Um. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll rewatch it because I started getting sleepy. I, it was too late. And I can't watch movies. You're low iron because you're vegan. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know. So my friend was like, hey, you should probably start eating like more beets because of the iron. You're going to need it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, I was just like, I was I was photographing you today and you just really look pale. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, thanks. I'll work on it. Um, yeah, that's fine. I, I started getting sleepy though because I can't watch movies past like 10 p.m. Okay, we'll do it in early. or out of the theaters. We'll do it early and we'll have some bean dip for you. And uh, yeah, I'm so over the Cine Family screening movies I've been dying to see as part of their like midnight series. Yeah, I'm it's going, too late. I'm go to a movie yeah. at midnight. I fell asleep in the theater watching. Um, the it's the dark films night. I really want to see. I, I fell asleep during Guardians of the Galaxy. Oof. I fall I fall asleep during these movies that are loud and crazy because it's just I'm too sleepy. I got tickets for Star Wars at at ten because all my friends are going. Take a nap. And I was just like, "Fuck, do I want to do this at ten thirty? Got to take a nap, man. Yeah, I, I just just do a couple lines of blow. Good to go. <laughs> or you could take a nap. <laughs> Fine, you know, to each their own. Like, don't sit judge in the theater, me. Like, oh, fucking Star Wars is so cool. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. yeah. Lightsaber bit. <laughs> What's with that guy? <laughs> like, oh my god, that guy, that little Asian guy is like stoked on something. Like, oh, fifty. Yeah. I'm not little. Oh, sorry. Um, that human-sized Asian person. <laughs> you Jeez. have to specify that the Asian is human-sized. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no, an I'm, average-sized Asian person. Like, I'm seeing it in this theater that has reclining chairs. Oh, you, you know. Oh, totally Where are you going? Gonna are you going to the IPIC? Or are you going no, to... there's in La Cunada, there's a theater. Oh. Like, it's, yeah. There's are one you... like that in Century City, too. It's it very maybe nice. does have a cop- 
cup of coffee, you will do all right. Yeah, yeah. He's really sold on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Senor Smoke, uh, Twidin, Senor Smoke really comes out with this genius thing every now and again. Uh, he, he say, the hot dog was originated as a salad. so so cassandra you can eat it it's it's a salad it's a salad perfect um yeah but i saw i I start i watched the first like hour and 10 minutes of star wars that's most of it yeah um and maybe we can just watch the last what 20 minutes that's back when they made movies that were a reasonable length this was this movie was two hours long star wars is two hours long Yeah. yeah really I was like, because I was thinking, I was like, okay, I can pull through this. I can pull through this. And I was like, I was like, can we pause it for a second? I'm going to do some jumping jacks. And and they're like, because everyone was getting tired. And we were just like, and they're like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, how much longer do we have? And they're like, 40 minutes. I was like, uh nope. (laughs) It can't happen. Because I I was was already falling asleep a little bit. Like, but I need to just call out something. Go on. C-3PO is the biggest bitchy queen I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. I'm like, he reminds me of my gay best friend. Was Wait, save it for the... <sighs> no, I'm kidding. It just like keeps going. Like Every time he's like, you know, like, I'm not going to help you again, R2-D2. That's the last time I'm helping you. Bye. And he walks away like just like a bitchy queen. And then he comes back like five minutes later, like nothing happened. And I'm like, what is your deal? It was a simpler time. Uh, <laughs> and I find it to be progressive. Okay, so here's the thing that was brought up last night um, by a friend who said like, okay, why did they put a Kenny Baker in R2-D2? Like, why was he in, like, what did he have to do in the in the machine? In, in Like, why couldn't they just make it a remote controlled thing? And why did they keep bringing him back? Weren't some shots of it remote controlled? I don't know. I'm the, but also, uh, weren't they just looking out for Kenny Baker? I mean, Time Bandits was the only other real gig. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Hook a brother up. See, this, that's my question. Like, yeah, that's nice of them. I, because probably because so he always, was, he always moved a certain way, and you want to keep him yeah. moving that same yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And the other, the other droids or robots, they 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 moved differently. They had yeah. different personalities. They had two midgets in BB-8. BB. Did they really? No. Yeah. Here's a question for you. A for, midget in the bottom and a baby in the top. Actors, would you rather have an acting career that have you a variety of roles, but they all little teeny small things? You never get well known. You always struggling for money for acting money. Why are you looking or, at me? Any of you? Or would you rather have your career is one primary role? ton of money but you never get any other roles so gunther from friends or you me no i I don't get a variety of roles either you know i would take i would take like the geico lady is it the geico oh yeah yeah you know like she make a lot of money from just that one thing but now everybody think oh she flow Oh yeah, but she did a guest star on House while she was. Oh, doing while she that. was in yeah. the flow. Yeah, and uh, she was even uh, she was an operator on Mad Men before she got flow. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's one or two so lines. She were she and I started Groundlings <laughs> together, and she was like one of the funniest persons. I saw. Ever. I, I think I've said this before in the air, but uh, I, I went to see the Groundlings shortly after I moved here, and yeah, the fe- the female cast was her, mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig, and Melissa McCarthy. Right, before cool. anybody who knew who, who before any of they had right. any recognition in anything, that right. was the female cast of the sketch show. It was, it was pretty impressive. Yeah, and Annie Mumolo was um, a groundling as well. You know, she wrote Bridesmaids mm. with with uh, Kristen uh, with Kristen Wiig. To yeah. answer that question, I would take the one big gig and the money because then I could 
uh, do tons of other projects, tons of community theater. Yeah. Um, without the pressure, you, you know, you, you said one version is you get the money, but you only have the one role. The other one is you're struggling all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So tired of struggling. I would take, I, I would cash out on one big thing if it meant I could do a bunch of other things yeah. without, without the pressure of money. Yeah, I mean, the, I've the already directed struggling. a movie as a struggling actor. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, it's like I, I know I can do that and would have the focus. What to do you do think that. can you hear me now guys doing? Do you think he's whatever the fuck you want? Fucking sw- <laughs> he like Scrooge McDuck diving in a pool of gold points. That's what he's doing. <laughs> That's what he's doing. He's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's doing his one man show, like uh, in Bronson, Missouri. Called, to, like, can you hear me now? Can you hear right. me now? Yeah. What an asshole! Yeah. If that's what his one man show is called, what a fucking asshole! I know you can hear me now. <laughs> Finally heard. Oh yeah. Or like, can you hear me now? Like, what happened to my career? <laughs> I'm finally learning to hear myself. Oh. <laughs> what an asshole. He doesn't even, this doesn't even exist that I'm pissed off at this guy for some <laughs> Look at Lee's flow in the commercials. She does things. Like she has conversations, but that guy is just, can you hear me now? Yeah. Like, Good. Uh, Chris Brown got roped into seeing 2001 A Space Odyssey at a midnight showing. He said oh, it was hard to, to stay, stay awake. awake through in the best Senior yeah, Smoke uh, suggests just eat an Adderall before the movie. <laughs> Done and done. I saw a Pacific Rim at a midnight showing, and me and my uh, boyfriend at the time were both like, Boy, we got to get out of here. We're falling asleep. And so we got our tickets refunded, and then we went and saw it again like a couple days later, like at a good time. And we were like, This is the loudest movie ever. <laughs> How did How you the sleep? fuck were we falling asleep? We have to stop drinking. Because you were in the wrong theater. You were in the My Dinner with Andre theater. <laughs> you just came, missed the opening credits. Whoops. Uh, yeah, I watched. A, I love sleeping in movies. Like I have the best naps. Like cause in it, movie theaters. Yeah, because I sort of drift off and like I'll have weird dreams just for like a minute and and then I'll come back in just you know and. Do <laughs> totally you like refreshed. to be that guy in the movie theater going? Uh, no, I'm that guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't let me see your uh, your play because I'll probably do the same thing. But. I don't have a play. Okay. Oh, Do but, you gonna have a one woman show? No, but no. you will be at Flappers on December fourth. I'll be at Woo! Flappers on December fourth. Um, please don't fall asleep during my stand up set. <laughs> it's Ouch. not that long. <laughs> but when R two moves, uh, Baker is in it. When he is still, then he can. Then the can is empty. Wait, they, there's a person in R two D two. This, yeah, Kenny Baker. Uh, this is according to Kenny, Darren. Kenny finished. Darren Husted. Um, <laughs> they didn't make a remote controlled version. Okay, but it's obviously motorized because it's wheeled. So I thought for sure that that was a robot. I thought we were talking about C three PO and like how no, there's definitely Anthony, a man in there. That's Tony Daniels. That's Anthony Daniels. Anthony to you. He's earned it. <laughs> um. Psh- yeah, I saw the uh, the version I was watching too was the one that was released in the movie theaters, not the one that George Lucas uh, oh, there you go. kid oh, really? friendlyed up. Good girl. Wow. Yeah, Han um, shot first. I think is a thing. Mm-hmm. Dan tweeted in said the one thing I enjoy about shooting iZombie is not shooting outside in the pouring rain. There you go. Uh, okay, guys, I think we'll wrap things up. So let's get to um um where well Cassandra I'm showing had- Cassandra photos of Kenny Baker inside R two D two. Yep. He is a dwarf. He was a dwarf. He lived very long. Has he passed away? Oh, I think so. R.I.P. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. So no he's... years active, 1943 to present. He's still oh, around. okay. There you go. 1943, holy crap. <clears throat> yeah, he's 81. Jesus. 
Do they have him in the new one? Uh, I don't know. That would just be cruel. Right? Yeah. Get back in the can. <laughs> Shut up and get in the can. I can't feel my legs. I'm an old man. Let me leave. <laughs> All right. So Cassandra had her plug December 4th. Um, I think that's the only thing I want to plug. Okay, go on. <laughs> uh, episode two of the Giselle podcast, Mit it's, Friends. Yeah, Mit, Mit Friends, Friends is down is up for you can download it at the website podcast.giselleshow.com. And up I for think the download. Yeah, I think also we probably have another one uh, coming up on December. I, I was getting that first weekend confused, but Saturday, December fifth, probably we will mm. have another one, and also. Uh, I'm doing some storytelling, I think, that same day in Malibu. Uh, so that's another plug. Malibu. Yeah. Pixies? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and anything new? On the I'm getting movie? my hair cut at two. I'm nervous about it. Oh. Are you going to get it at OK Cuts or Super Cuts? Kurt Darling Salon. Hey. I don't know what that is. It's uh, more money than I should be spending. But Very good. She's very young and she spends a lot of time massaging my head, so... Always worth it. I'll do that. Huh. <laughs> I'm a massage. Don't think it would be the same, Marty. I'll do it for free. If we live forever, we'd have a lot of time for a lot of massaging. That's a good point. I would definitely live my life differently if I knew I was going to live forever. I'd, yeah, fuck, I'd, I'd fuck around a lot slow more. Slow down. Yeah. And just like live and have a bunch of fun. <laughs> do cocaine for Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> wait, do, do eat, we... a, eat a hot dog. Eat a hot dog. It's not going to kill you. Nothing will. Nothing will. Yeah. Do you have a, a WP for next week's 100 words? A writing prompt? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Uh, let me remember what the word was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about this. Uh, somebody was saying, oh, you know, his house have all the trappings of great wealth. So I like this word, trappings. Ooh, so many meanings. So many meanings. So that's the prompt for next week, 100 words, trappings. So many meanings. Uh, 100 so to 120 many. words. And uh, send an email. We had uh, Our sack was a little light this week. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And tell a friend. And we will figure out this, this fucking Star Wars thing. <laughs> We'll, yeah, we'll you know it. what? We'll Why do don't, we can save it for episode five since I've already kind of seen it. Before. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a kinda. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll discuss. Uh, we'll take this offline. Okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that there was another oh, yeah. Cantina song, by the way. No, that's the one. That's the one. But there was like another one that was kind of like softer. Oh, hey, secondary uh, jam. Evan, Evan Cardi. B side. Evan yeah. Gardy say, I have a question for other listeners. Is there a way to listen live to this show, I assume, on a mobile device? Because the website does not work for me. That's what he say. Uh, I don't know. It is. Oh, Stitcher. It works sometimes. Stitcher, you Stitcher's have? not live, though. Oh. I thought people could listen live on Stitcher. No, I think you have to just do it. Surely the there's an SIR app. There's the nope. no, nope. there's just you have to do it on the phone, SIR, okay. and just hope that the website works. I don't know. Never listen to the show live. I'm not listening mm -hmm. to all of you now. Mm -hmm. Clearly. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye for now.
has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.